Welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, where we strip away the layers to show you what it takes to achieve a healthy body and brain in 20 minutes. I'd like to invite you to go over to BareNakedHealthPodcast.com to take your free brain quiz today to see where the health of your brain lies. And for taking the quiz, you will get a free copy of my book, The Four Morning Secrets to Perfect Brain Health, shipped to your door. Hey guys, I'm your host, Nick Horowski, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, episode number 31. In today's episode, I interview nutrition and holistic lifestyle coach, Maria Taneva. Be sure to stick around to hear about Gershon therapy, what to do with the trampoline, and why even if you are a coach, you need a coach. All right, everybody. Today, we have another great episode here on the Bare Naked Health Podcast, and I'm excited to have Maria Teneva. Uh, now, Maria, the first thing I, I usually ask everybody here is tell us about your health journey in 10 sentences or less. Just give us the rundown. Where where have you been and where are you at now? Okay. Hi, everybody. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for You're inviting welcome. me for this podcast. Uh, I'm, I feel honored. And I'm very grateful to be here and uh, talk to your listeners. I've been um, growing in Bulgaria uh, during the communist regime. Why I'm saying that? During that time, uh, the food was very clean. We grew up with different uh, values and standards for health. And that helps me a lot in my life uh, nowadays. Um, we... I was overweight um, child, and um, the good thing was that they took care of people like that. They were sending us to towns, teaching us how to eat, how to train, and what is a good lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, and etc., uh, which helped me to battle with the extra weight and get away from um, diseases and stuff. Then I moved to Canada. Um, my health journey continued like when I decided to be a fitness instructor. I beat up my body for about 10 years, working 22, 25 hours per week, teaching very, very difficult classes like spinning, dancing, and step aerobics, and muscle toning, and you name it. And then I decided to stop because I felt really stiff. I had I had some issues with my pelvis and etc. And uh, yeah, that's my health journey uh, so far for the last forty four years. <laughs> well, and now you you're coming like holistic fitness. Uh, do you want yeah. to expand? That that's kind of where you're at present day. So. Talk to me about that. Like, even talk to me about like your client base, anything like that. And I know trans transform perform. Excuse me, is something else that you've been working on. Do you want to just share with our listeners kind of what uh, all it is that you really do then? Yeah, uh, based on my experience and my studies, um, I found out that working with less people and working one on one can be much way more productive than doing the group fitness. This is one of the reasons I shifted to. Um, personal training and one-on-one -on -one, um, uh, care. 
Um, the other thing is um, I met Polchek and as you know, in everybody's life who met that guy, this is a big event. So that changed my life because um, through these courses, I met other people who turned out to be a life-changing uh, influence in my life. And um, I moved here to BC where I founded a Transform Perform Center, which is on a farm's ground and which will be like my baby where I will uh, realize everything I believe in. We will be having small group training, like five people in a group, where I will be able to connect better with people and one-on-one -on -one training. We'll be having activities like um, different type of lecturing, um, activities where I will teach people how to eat properly and prepare quickly um, very healthy food, how to connect with nature, and um, how to live more holistic lifestyle. And I, I love that that's, like you said, it's going to be on a farm. That's just fantastic. Yeah. Where it's, you can just bring that to your roots right there. I mean, are you, so is this going to be a working farm? Like, is there going to be, uh, like, I mean, you're going to be raising animals, like growing crops, everything like that then too? It's a blueberry farm. Okay. Uh, it's a very interesting story, very interesting farm. It's four years, 40 years old. Um, the farm uh, produces many types of blueberries, which I've never heard before. That's one thing. Then it's, uh, it's a sustainable, it's organic farm. Uh, it's self-sustainable farm because all the berries which cannot be sold go for production of healthy uh, products like the blueberry ice tea, uh, blueberry chocolate, which everything is sweetened with the honey coming from the farm as well. Uh, and we'll be adding the holistic center where um, I will be working with people with cancer, fibromyalgia, working one-on-one -on -one people to, who want to achieve and perform in life in different um, fitness fields. Um, the interesting story around it also is that the owner of the farmer um, has is healing from cancer, and actually we have so far great results. Just this month we found out that her tumor marker went down. Why I'm saying that? Because she doesn't um, use uh, chemotherapies or she doesn't go with the conventional medicine. She is with the Gerson therapy. And I'm there to do the exercises and mobilization of the body and follow up uh, with the protocol as much as I can. We also work with a doctor from the state. So this is a complete off the <laughs> conventional medicine protocol. And it's very interesting to know how she is developing and uh, she's healing. According to the medicine and her oncologist, she's supposed to be dead already. But... Well, it's good that she's not. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's she's great. She's getting better and better. That's Her fantastic. energy is fantastic. She can work uh, and all that with the natural medicine. Now, you're talking about the Gershon therapy, correct? Gershon therapy, yeah. Do you want to expand upon that a little bit for everybody? I mean, I've looked into it a little bit. I know a little bit about it, but just please share yeah. with everybody so they know a little bit more about that. It's a very interesting uh, therapy. Uh, it was creating in the beginning of the last century when Max Gerson started healing people. Um, I would like just to mention that I'm not 
certified uh, Gerson therapy um, practitioner, um, but I work with a doctor who is in the States who is certified and who works around the protocol for my clients. Gerson therapy requires a lot of juicing, a lot of raw eating plus some boiled uh, or I would say rather steamed vegetables, very few or no fruit, and uh, they take capsules of desiccated liver. Um, ideally, they're supposed to eat, um, yeah, they take capsules of desiccated liver of a um, calf. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Like, that, that would be the correct yeah. term. Yeah. This is important to say because people, first of all, ask where is the protein coming from. So there is a little bit uh, of protein, then they blend their food. And as you know, uh, when you blend the vegetables, you have better absorption of protein from vegetables. And uh, there is a big protocol with a lot of supplementations. Uh, different type of teas she has to take, and etc. It's a very interesting therapy. It um, has a success rate of 50%. Wow. Uh, healing yeah. some types of cancer uh, if it's done properly. And yeah, that's it. It's it's hard protocol to follow. It's very engaging. But hey, if you want to leave. And you want to stay healthy. The alternative seems stay. a little better. Yeah. yeah. As uh, Don Helmut said in your last interview, which I listened to oh, with great. great interest, he said you have to take responsibility for your health and you have to do what it takes to do to remain, to be healthy. It's very true. It takes time. Yeah. A lot of effort. Yeah. So uh, she's doing great. Her tumor marker went down 20%. We're just overwhelmed with joy. And uh, we're ready to go with the center. It will be opened on October 12th. And uh, oh, so you're closing in on it then. I mean, this, the interview here will probably go out a little bit after that, but that's fantastic. So we'll make sure to send so everybody knows what to check out then. Awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Now, Marie, you were talking about like, Juicing, blending, uh, using like a lot of raw foods, just steamed, and just eating a lot of vegetables. Now, how how does that compare to like some like your personal uh, nutrition protocol, if you will, or or just does that uh, anything similar? Or do you take some of that? Do you blend other things? What what would you say your uh, philosophy on food even is? When I started with this client, I started getting curious about um, all those things you have mentioned. And I decided that I would like to experience everything she's going through. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't do the juicing um, as much because I found out that the juicing um, triggers my blood uh, sugar. And uh, I cannot stay on so many juices. But I started eating raw vegan. And uh, I hired a coach who can guide me through that because she know that could be a little bit challenging because you don't get enough protein and you have to know how to um, get your fat and how to uh, blend and mix food so you get as much energy and benefit of it as possible. And I am um, doing great with that. The reason, another reason I turned into it uh, was that I felt very, very stiff in my joints. And that's another reason I stopped doing the fitness classes. 
uh, I stopped doing uh, heavy weight training as I couldn't recover or I was I would be in pain for a very long time, like five, six days after training. And um, now um, my coach told me that he thinks my body calcified. He says, well, aging with eating so much feed, uh, sorry, meat and so much um, processed food, uh, even we're talking about organic cooked foods, that's a processed food too. The body starts uh, calcifying and uh, that's why we get stiff and etc. So he suggested I become a vegan for a certain period of time when we solve the problem and then I decide where I can go from then. He strongly believes that we need to eat gain from time to time. Um, bone broth, uh, he thinks, is a little bit too intense and too nutrient-dense, but there's a way to eat that too. And uh, how, well, a, how would that be then? Um, I'm not very clear on his opinion on that. Mm-hmm. I was um, just curious, I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was saying the bone broth from elk or other game animals like that would be the best thing. It's hard to find that Absolutely, in yeah. more like yeah or urban areas. But hey, it is an opportunity, possibility, because it's not as dense. He thinks, as well as uh, eating game from time to time, he thinks it could be very healthy. Uh, him himself is a raw vegan point. That's the period. I know from Paul Czech. I think he mentioned in an interview that up to two years. If you are a vegan, you are not going to damage your body and lose your vitamins and um, uh, change your fats and, and uh, hormonal. You will be still able to build up your uh, hormones and etc. Uh, I'm not quoting Paul. I'm just saying what I understood from what he said. And um, so I am blending for that reason. Um, I feel great. Uh, my mobility of the hip came back. This is another thing that I'm having the hip right now with Dan Hellman. And yeah, I feel great. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, I, mean, I love that you mentioned like wild game because that's something that, I mean, you hear about, okay, we want to go organic. We want to go with like grass fed meats or something like that. But often wild game is even overlooked. Like that takes it, to another step beyond that then just with the health of the animal the nutrient density everything because this is this is the animal is just living the way it was meant to live it wasn't i mean yeah like free range that type of thing like yeah they're let free roaming but they're still in a herd they're still kind of kept together but that that's that's awesome there uh the other thing that i wanted to bring up though is again you do coaching with people but yet you have a coach too which is awesome like do you want to expand on why that's so important because this is you you teach about a lot of these things but you recognize the importance of having a coach for yourself then for your health as well too yeah um just before to reply to this question i would like to uh, mention that um even though organic foods organic crops and organic um animals are forced to grow and that a whole different energy so uh, for me, having a coach, um, I always tell my clients that 
I'm not a perfect person. I'm on my journey. I don't pretend I know it all, and I need to be coached as well. Um, I would like to learn new things. Like this year, my goal is to learn how to eat uh, vegan and get all the nutrients possible and what is the best, what kind of water to drink, um, what kind of uh, vegetables and leaves and how to use the wild food and all that. That's why I needed a coach. I couldn't find enough information about that and the books on the internet. So I needed someone who's experienced with that. Um, I need a coach, like I work with Dan Hellman to know about a uh, hip and uh, pelvis and uh, this area of the body because, you know, this is the first chakra, um, safety and security. Most of us have problem with that. I it's not a secret for my clients that I also have my own issues I'm trying to solve. And they even get very excited to know that I have, I work with coaches, I consult, um, I consult on their cases, on my case, and we try to look for the best solution for us and be healthy. That makes us get closer, uh, share more, and have greater influence on each other's life which is my goal with my clients because um, I would like to work with less people but to be more efficient and more effective for them to live their dream and achieve their fitness goals or health goals or whatever goals they have. I'm willing to guide them for that. But I need coaches for that as well because, you know, the more you know, the more you realize you don't know and knowledge is just... <laughs> that's that's awesome there, Maria. Uh, so one of the things you were talking about, like teaching you about like being a raw vegan then, because it's something that you had to learn. Like, would you mind giving one or two tips, like things that were just like complete aha moments that you that you learned where or like whether it be like with food uh, pairing with nutrient density of a specific food, whatever it may be. But like, is there is there something where it just when you learn that from your uh, coach, it was just like wow, that's, that's incredible. Like, I wish more people knew about that. Yeah. Um, first of all, he wants me to blend the leaves. Okay. He believes that the leaves have enormous power, including the wild leaves we pick up in the, we go bare feet hiking with him in the woods, and we pick up wild leaves, which he guides me to. I don't dare to pick up just any leaves. Which is um, an important point to bring up, to, like, for everybody. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Please, until you know what you're doing, yeah, make sure yeah. that you know uh, or with, yeah. with somebody that knows what they're doing with that. Oh, yes. Um, and uh, because when you blend the leaves, you absorb much more of the nutrients uh, of the leaves. You get much more value of the food. I didn't know that, for instance. Also, he told me that if I want to open my pineal, pineal gland, um, garlic is a no-no. Really? Yes. I don't, I tried to find uh, scientific researches on that, but so far very unsuccessful. He says, just stop eating garlic because I said I would like to be more sensitive. I would like to see more in my clients. So to be more efficient for them, he said, yes, we have to open the pineal gland and we have to stop eating garlic, first of all. Okay. Okay. Then uh, I drink different type of um, 
tea is made from medicinal uh, mushrooms. And when he explained to me that the mushroom grows on a tree and the tree is there for hundreds of years, that makes the energy in the mushroom incredible, enormous for you. And you absorb and work with all that. This is incredible. So uh, if people have um, those, it's usually the Chinese medicine uh, works with the medicinal mushrooms or Ayurveda maybe, I'm not sure about that. If you have those specialists to prepare those um, drinks for you, you will feel, I guarantee you, the energy level can go to the top. Now, are these mushrooms that he's showing you how to pick or are these mushrooms like you, you like purchased online, like have them shipped to you and then you make the, the blends there at home? No, he buys them. He buys them in uh, those Chinese stores. Okay. Uh, which are for mushrooms and not the herbs and etc. And he prepares the teas. I don't dare to plunge into the mushroom field because that's very big and could be very dangerous if you pick up a wrong mushroom. Yes. <laughs> um, poison yourself and yeah. We're talking about the medicinal mushroom. He said that you cannot go very wrong with that, but uh, you have to have a base um, to do those things of knowledge, basic knowledge to do that. Yeah. No. So the okay. other thing, I'm sorry. No, 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 please, please keep going. Uh, the other thing is the water. Yeah. Uh, I drink water from a running source, spring source. Uh, he wants me to fill in my bottles every second day and drink only this water and um, wash myself with this water as well because he thinks that the running water has uh, greater energy. And uh, actually, it's um, more dense, if I could say that. Mm -hmm. uh, it has a different taste. Okay. Because I was arguing with him, um, I'm buying Evian, mm -hmm. and I'm drinking fantastic water. He said, I'm not arguing that Evian is not good water, but it troubles to you, and it becomes stagnant. And it's in a plastic bottle. I'm sorry, but this is not very healthy. I said, okay, let me try the spring water. And uh, I went to a source close by where I live. And uh, I, I, tried, I started that three months ago. And oh my God, what a difference. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. That's something I've, I've never thought about. I mean, like we have water filter at home, like do the best to keep the water clean, but yeah, it's, I, I could certainly see where, I mean, because it's running over the rocks, it's passing by yeah. the trees, the leaves, I mean, everything there, just all the animals being around it as far as really carrying that energy and being able to present that to you and help you heal yourself for sure. Of course, the source is inspected. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm just going somewhere in the woods and filling my bottles, no. Um it's in the woods, and uh, there are no um, animals like uh, sheep or stuff like um, herd animals. There are only the animals from the woods. Right, just the wild animals. Yeah, just the yeah. wild animals. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, Maria, let's let's switch gears here a little bit. Is it what's your current area of study? Are you are you learning about anything right now? Are you studying anything? What what would that be right now? Yeah. So a part of the raw vegan eating, um, I would like to know more about the pelvis. Um, once Dan Hellman mentioned to me that, I think he quoted Give Way, if I'm not mistaken, that the moment 
you stop hydrating, uh, that moment you start dying, and the first changes uh, ex- you experience are in the pelvis. And I did experience that um, a couple of years ago. I started feeling very stagnant in the pelvis area. Um, of course, you have um, correlation uh, from other psychological uh, problems we are going through, uh, safety and security, as I mentioned before. And I started working on that. So I'm interested in the pelvis, how the pelvis is your root and support, how the pelvis conceives life, life and the pelvis starts taking away life, how the pelvis moves, what uh, is the importance of the pelvis for the whole spine, how it controls the fluids in the body, and things like that. It will be a very, very interesting year, I believe. Now you're studying from Gibraltar. <laughs> learning Gibraltar, about then? that. Um, as much as I can, I haven't taken courses, but I've been treated by him because I have a concussion. You know, he's very big on concussion. Meanwhile, uh, Dan Hellman treated me for concussion. Uh, he's a great, great, great specialist as well. Uh, and um, I'm studying um, mostly with Dan Hellman. Very good, very good. Now, Going off of even the pelvis then, so, and you used to teach, like you said, a lot of the group fitness classes, a lot of that, like a lot of just crazy exercise all the time. What does your current movement practice look like? I'm guessing it's probably toned back a bit, but you want to expand upon like, okay, what do you like to do either on a daily basis or weekly basis for a movement pattern or movement practice, excuse me? So, uh, for instance, um, I know most of my colleagues um, are meditating in the morning, and I shared with you before that I have trouble with that, but I found out that I like to dance, right? I, I talk dance. So, in the morning, I am doing my little dance, which is like a freestyle dance. I just do what I feel like doing, or it could be with music, without music, whatever's in my head. And I try to move the pelvis in every um, possible direction and do all kind of movements with it to um, soften that part of my body so it can serve me later. Then I do a group of exercises which were given to me by Hiboy and Dan Hellman to um, release the tension around the joints and the pelvis. Um, then I'm doing a trampoline because I believe that uh, doing a trampoline, um, you enhance the work of your lymphatic uh, system, and uh, that helps my detoxification, which I'm in a period of um, detoxification and cleanse. And then um, I am about to install the gravity yoga straps um, because my coach suggested that if I turn the body upside down, I will have a better massage for my organs and better move the fluids and decompress the spine because of the um, daily gravity load. He also believes it's very interesting that the gravity pulls down but the atmosphere pushes over you. So the compression is really hard on the spine and you need to do that to decompress interesting ideas which i'm open to try yeah so these are my movements for the day 
I don't travel anymore before I used to stay in the car for hours, which was killing me. And my pelvis, oh my God, stagnant. Now I don't do that anymore. I work close to home and um, I have the opportunity to, on a farm, to walk around and do my moves and all that. And that's, that's so powerful. I think that just being able to get outside and just have it kind of be free flowing with your dance. There doesn't have to be, uh, this structured, I go to the gym every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I work out for an hour and a half. It's no, you can wake up, Not anymore. let your body move. But I mean, that's, that's fantastic because it's going to show you almost probably is my, is my feeling on these things where what you need to be able to do, what your body is asking of it and that's where getting the pelvis to move all the different directions is going to help with the feet the knees the hips i mean like you said the entire spine i loved how you mentioned the organs though now you want to if you want to expand upon like the importance of that visceral that organ massage like because a lot of times people don't think about an organ as something that can be massaged or be pumped uh would you would you like to just share a little bit more about that please yeah, um, I started thinking about the organs when I was certified in yoga. Um, I was fortunate I worked with amazing specialists in yoga, and they explained to me that the major goal of the physical part of the yoga, which are the poses, the asanas, um, are the massaging of the internal body. It's not so much focused on the muscles, how you stretch and feel stretch on the quadriceps, let's say, but it's how you twist, you turn upside your body, you squeeze and you release, and this way you massage the organs. Um, why this is important? The organs have um, certain place and level they have to maintain in your body. That's why we talk about the abdominal cavity, the abdominal wall, and which position they take. When you turn upside down, you challenge them if they're stagnant, the fluids to go through. When you massage them and twist them through, massage them through twisting, you squeeze them and putting pressure on them will let the fluid um, rush after that in through them and uh, used all that energy of the movement to clean and cleanse. So that's why this is very important. Also, keeping the tissues which support the organs um, and organs tissue in a good health requires a lot of massaging and internal work, which is uh, breathing, um, trampoline, which is um, yoga, which is upside down movement of the compression and stuff like that. Everything which I'll be doing in the center with my clients. Now, uh, you said like who the person that you would learn from. Now, do you have any resources? Yeah, and again, if you don't, that's fine. But like where people can say, okay, like here are uh, maybe specific poses, or here's a great book, here's a great uh, video to watch, like on the uh, learning more about specific movements that will help to pump the organs as well. I know you said like the getting upside down, uh, the twisting, mm -hmm. but anything in particular with that? Yeah. Um, I can suggest them the gravity yoga. Um, so the only thing, when you do gravity yoga, it has to be over a soft surface or um, in my studio it will be on sand because in case uh, people are alone and if they fall off, 
uh, in the gravity over the head very often is down, and we don't want people to fall on their head or to to fall down in the first place. There are uh, gravity yoga instructions online. I don't have a book or certain source for that. No, I think um, the the gravity the, yoga. Like if people can look at that, yoga, they can find yeah, some stuff. Yeah. Then is the yoga, but the yoga. I just want to point people's attention to the yoga instructor's knowledge. Make sure that they know about anatomy because yoga can be as as um, it can be very damage damaging for your body, especially the inverted poses and etc. It has to be done properly so you don't injure your spine. So every twisting movement in yoga requires squeezing and massaging of your organs. Every inverted pose in yoga is challenging the organs. They go upside down and you get that effect of massage. Uh, for trampoline, there are good companies which are offer trampoline. Um, I just cannot mind a cellulizer. I cannot say which is the best one. No idea. No, I think it's um, one of those. Go out, I yeah, mean, like you said, just, you can search yeah. online, probably find something yeah. that should work. We're well. talking about yeah, a little bouncing. That's all. Right. And then later on, you can bounce more and more. But you start ten minutes per day, and you just bounce on the trampoline. This enhances the lymphatic uh, system uh, work. I believe it was up to 30 times more than if you're seated and stagnant, 30 times faster. The lymphatic system works that much faster after that and efficient. No, and that's that's great. I think uh, the lymphatic system is something that's oftentimes overlooked uh, when it's it comes 20%, to... It's 20% from your immune system. Right. Uh, there's another big reason uh, to focus on the lymphatic system because... People will focus on, uh, okay, uh, cardiovascular, I got to make sure my heart's strong, uh, or the, just the musculoskeletal, I got to make uh, big muscles, strong joints, like everything like that. But organs can get overlooked like crazy. Lymphatic system, if people even know what it is, sometimes they don't. But again, like you said, it's, it's part of the immune system. But getting that pumping of just all the fluids throughout the body, that's, that's a great movement practice in itself. You know, it hit on me. I remember we studied in holistic coaching, um, evaluating of all the systems, uh, bodily systems, and musculoskeletal system is one of the last ones you evaluate. You first have to know how the endocrine, the cardiovascular, the lymphatic, the, all the systems, how they work. So now I'm focused on that. I, would, I see that this is very efficient. It gives a very fast result in the overall health for people. And especially now I'm working with that person with cancer, um, have three people with fibromyalgia and stuff. Um, nutrition and overall health is so much more important than focusing on the musculoskeletal system. Now, this has been, this is great, Maria. And this is all almost like alternative health uh, scene stuff. Now, is there something that you go, I mean, even against the alternative health scene on though, or it, like just as far as like standpoints or things that you've learned where it's like, okay, well, alternative health scene usually goes with this, but I still don't even agree with that. Like, or something along those lines. 
Well, I still have I still have trouble with um, the protein intake. You know how we were taught in the metabolic typing diet, you have to have this amount of protein. It has to have it has to come from meat source mainly and uh, etc. This I still don't understand. That's why I took this path to experience myself, try to learn, understand, and. Um, because, and Kolchak and Dan Hellman, they say, don't trust me until you don't try it, right? No matter what I say. With this, I have trouble. And the other thing, I'm a person who always tries not to go to extremes. Uh, even. And that's a great point because, like you said, the alternative health scene, if it's, if one, one salad is good, Eating 30 salads or something like that a day would be even better, right? And But no, please expand on the extremes, yeah. Well, I did the juicing for some time. I wanted to see what my client is going through and all that, but without taking her supplementation and all that. Uh, and I started feeling very dizzy, uh, nauseous, um, and I found out that my blood sugar was going to way too much juicing because what happens is, when you do juices, you lose the fiber, you lose the, you know, in every food we have protein, fat, and sugar. You just take away the sugar and you drink the sugar, but you lose the little fat, which is important to come with in this fruit with that sugar, and um, that is an extreme. That's why now I blend my food. And um, also with the water, I drink this water. Um, I take um, showers with it and stuff, but I also have to be careful and make sure that the source, the water is coming from, is infected. So it would be an extreme just to say, okay, I'll do a healthy living. I just go somewhere in the woods and have some water. No, 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 please don't do that. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. It's not going to be just going and looking for it. Like you have to then make sure, like make sure it's. You can find a lot of dirty streams out there as well. Though. Absolutely, absolutely. And also the other thing is you have to listen to your body, as we all know. Um, if you go too much to the extreme of healthy, the body will help, uh, show you that you're too far away. Um, for instance, my coach was um, sharing with me that she was doing too much yoga, she was too calm, too focused, too many hours of meditating. She wa- he lost the social contact. People were away from him because he was too secluded and too in tune in what he's doing. So he said, okay, it was a challenge for me to find a balance because I need the social contact. I need the hug, I need the people, I need the laughter, I need the joy, the life, so, yeah. Very nice. So, Maria, what is your vision of, like, what will health look like in 10 years? What will health look like in 100 years? I mean, do you see drastic changes coming? Do you see any shifts that are uh, on the horizon that are for the better for, uh, either for us in North America or even just throughout the entire world? Uh, yes, things are changing. Uh, you will see it in your son that the new generations are just different. They're not like us. Things are changing slowly. Um, I believe that now we don't 
use the 100% of our physical capacity. I'm not talking about the brain. We know that there we are up to 3%, I think, or so. depends on the literature. But physically, we can have much greater capacity and energy. So I think uh, we are moving towards utilizing more and more energy of what we can produce. Never mind how bad the whole picture looks sometimes, how we pollute and all that. Uh, things are changing for the good. I'm very positive overall. Uh, even in North America when we have a lot of GMO and people still don't understand that this is very damaging for us. Even here, we're doing, we're doing better than before. I'm positive. Yeah. And the health will look like people will have more energy and they will know how to uh, accumulate, uh, direct and utilize their energy and they will be able to achieve more. They will be more productive and they will know how to utilize the food better and eat less amount of food, but with a higher quality. Now, I was going to actually ask of you, uh, so what would be the top three things someone could do to increase their energy? Uh, I'm guessing maybe uh, getting the higher quality foods would be one of those, but what would be your top three? If you said, if somebody asked, you know what, I want to increase my energy, just like right now, what are three things that I can just do right now to make that just better overall blending a salad in the morning i'm a strong believer in salads in the morning blend the salad then go on the trampoline and um, then dance and laugh because um, that's the joy in life and the joy brings a lot of energy inspiration and motivation for doing things for um, promoting that young energy in our body. I, I think those are three things that uh, can certainly be uh, very simple changes, but talks about a lot of the things like uh, that we were missing. Like you said, that blend salad, so it's easier uh, to get the absorption of everything out of it. But going off, I mean, food is always a good one to start with, but I, li I like the, the trampoline too because that lymphatic system, bringing it back to that, a simple way to just get more pumping of the body, of the organs especially that we talked about. So you really were able to bring that home and then love. I mean, hey, what's what's there, there's not going to be any energy without it. Um, look, since I changed drastically my lifestyle, um, I have so much love, appreciation, and attention in my life that it feels really good. Um, I want to tell everybody that it takes 12 hugs a day for a person to be psychologically and their psyche to be healthy. We are not even close to one hug per day. It doesn't cost anything to give a hug and you will receive. If you hug a tree, the tree will hug you back. And I'm not joking because the energy you'll get from a tree is enormous. If you, if you hug an animal, it will lick you back. It will show its love to you. If you hug your spouse or your child, that person will hug you back. Start with one hug a day. And that will bring so much joy in your life. And you know it will open up for love. Which is, once Dan Hellman told me, Maria, there are two feelings. It's life, oh, I'm sorry, 
love and fear. We want to live on the love side, right? That's so. That's if you oh, don't like the food thing, you can replace the food with a hug, or uh, if they have no time for their salad in the morning, give a hug to your spouse before you go to work. Or, yeah. As you said, if, if you can't find anybody, any animals, there's there's always trees around too. There's trees, there are flowers at home. Uh, I don't have animals at home because I don't stay long enough at home and I think the animal will be getting depressed. So I don't want to cause this to an animal. So I have flowers and I talk to them. I, I always tell them how beautiful they are, and sometimes I feel that they talk back. It might be crazy or whatever, but when I go for hikes, I make sure that I hug a tree, and uh, I hug my clients. Um, I have friends and people who love me, and you know, they like to hug them, and they do hug me back, and it's amazing. It's very motivating. You don't feel alone. You feel that sky is the limit and that promotes that activation in you to do things. So you find somehow greater source of energy to live your life. That's that's beautiful, Maria. Thank you so much for that. I, I think the hug is, again, that's one of the simplest things. Again, you don't have to worry about going out and gathering the right food. You don't have to worry about going out and finding, oh, trampoline, oh, it's too much money, no, this and that. You said yeah. it's free. That was great. It's free. Yeah. Everybody loves a hug. I've never had, I, mm -hmm. I've never known somebody, I mean, maybe somebody who's a little shut off and is afraid of just feeling that energy and that love. But mm -hmm. other than that, it's always a great thing to have. Even, um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, Please do. I was, I was teaching yoga for a very long time in Montreal. And uh, at the end of the yoga class, I would ask people to hug themselves. Give yourself to your heart, uh, give a hug to yourself. Just putting the hands over the shoulders and squeeze, it feels good. And this is your beginning because we know that we have to love yourself, ourselves in order to uh, be able to love other people. You can't give love if you are not loved, right? So start with that. Nobody has to see you. Hug yourself. It's okay. It's free. It doesn't hurt. There you go. I, th I think. I think. Let's let's wrap it up because I don't know if we can even top that. That was that was an incredible part here. But Maria, one thing that I ask everybody who comes on the show is, who would you want to hear on this podcast? And when I get them on, what is what is one thing that you would want me to ask them or to hear them talk about? Emmeline Thompson. Okay. She's one of my teachers. I just adore her. I learned so much from this woman. Always curious how she uh, sustains that lifestyle of helping so many people and at the same time be in such a great shape herself, be so radiant. Um, I've seen her teaching. She Okay, I shouldn't share that. I've seen her teaching eight hours per day without stop talking at all. And uh, she has a condition uh, that maybe that's not good to be aired. Okay, we can we because can skip over that. Yeah, skip over that. She's just amazing. I don't know how she generates generates her energy to to do all that. Uh, what is she doing to be so healthy? Um, if you read her story and uh, eat, move, and be healthy, 
you will be amazed how she went from a different stage of her life to so high and so energized. Yeah, she's an amazing, amazing uh, specialist. And and I'll have to uh, for sure send her an invite. Uh, I, I I know I would love to hear uh, more about that as well myself. Uh, yeah. And Maria, so last thing, where where can our listeners find more about you? Where can they go to find out about holistic fitness? Find out about this farm. I mean, if they want to come visit, travel to this. I, I know it's a couple weeks away when this episode airs. This will be open. People can come and experience just this amazing blueberry farm. Yeah. Uh, for now, the information will be on my website about the center. Uh, the website is uh, holisticfitness.ca and you write holistic with W because it comes from whole. Yeah, that's the website. Now, can we find you anywhere else? I mean, uh, Facebook, uh, are you on YouTube? I mean, do you have any videos, any blogs that we can check out then too? I have a holistic fitness, uh, holistic uh, fitness on Facebook as well. They can find me there as well. And uh, the third, I don't have YouTube uh, channel yet. Uh, this is coming, but all the information I'll be posting on my website. My phone number is on my website, my email. Uh, I do Skype consultations. People can get in touch with me through my website. Excellent. Uh, what type of content are we going to be able to look forward to that's coming up uh, in this future YouTube channel? Um, it will be all about how we exercise in the farm, how we connect with the nature, um, how uh, we can enhance the work of our bodily systems, how we can eat better and um, be happier and healthier, um, how we can love. I certainly look forward to seeing that then. All right, Maria. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. Uh, make sure everybody goes out, checks everything out here with what uh, Maria has going on. I'll have all the links in the show notes so everybody can see that. And again, Maria, thank you so much. Thank you for having me and uh, good luck with the podcast. You're doing a great job. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to go check on your brain health by going over to the BarenakedHealthPodcast.com and taking the free brain quiz. By doing so, you can get a free copy of my book, The Four Morning Secrets to Perfect Brain Health, shipped to your door. Also, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health Podcast a positive comment and a five-star rating. This really goes a long way in getting the word out and helping to share the podcast with others.